If you've been hurt by a truck, you can call Colombo Law 24-7 and we'll be there to make sure you're taken care of. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. K360 Ray. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion, and welcome to the J360 Mini Bites, hosted by J.M. Brady, and I am your host, J.M. Brady. And man, do we have something interesting to talk about. What is it about June 25th, guys? I mean, is it the fact that we are now in full summertime mode, or is it the fact that it's Anthony Berdan's birthday, which technically it's Berdan Day, you know, a late great chef, or is it the idea that... I think Farrah Fawcett passed away today, or the biggest thing next to Farrah Fawcett that passed away is that Michael Jackson passed away today. I mean, these, too much, too much happened today, so it was all about which event to talk about for the mini bites, but, you know, man, I can't believe it's 10 years without Michael, you know? It is 10 years without him. And, man, you know, I was listening to Bad Beat It. I listen to a pretty young thing all the time. They, they play it on the radio at my job all the time, but, you know, but then I also listen to Rock With You and You Rock My World. I don't care what anybody says, and I don't care what anybody says, Invincible was one of the best albums ever made. I mean, Unbreakable at 2,000 watts. I mean, what is wrong with people nowadays? Oh, because of his scandals and stuff? You know what? I can go into that whole conversation on a J-Man show episode, or, or even better. You know, because I still got to do the show with Alan, so, hey. And we both love Michael Jackson, man. Sin for the man, you know? Despite all the troublesome things, you know what I'm saying? Like, just... I don't care what Leaving Neverland said. I still support Mike. But, that being said, though, today was also the day of a rejuvenation of sorts. Because guess what? Samurai Showdown is back! Yes! One of the greatest games I had the pleasure of playing growing up as a kid of the 90s was Samurai Showdown. Like, before Soul Calibur entered our lives, Samurai Showdown was the fighter-based weapons game. It was all about using your sword and being smart about trying to outsmart your opponent. You only had, like, three types of um, abilities. You had heavy, medium, a kick, and then you had, of course, you, um, of course you had, like, light. But you know what I'm saying? It was almost like a boxing match. You used a lot of strategy with this. Sure, special powers and weaponry were there. But you see, when you played the game, you played the game based off of the strategy and how to use your moves. Because sometimes a match can go down in three hits. After a while, Bushido Blade kind of stole that idea from them. But SNK was ahead of their time at this point because they had like Fatal Fury. Then they had um, World Heroes, which was kind of a knockoff of Street Fighter. And then they also had, later on, no, Art of Fighting. Art of Fighting was, like, the first one. And then later on, Art of Fighting and Fatal Fury became King of Fighters, which pretty much encompasses every single franchise. And I think there's times where they have, like, the Samurai Showdown people in there, too. So, you know, it's a little bit of an Easter egg. But, see, the thing about SNK is, SNK was on that same level as Capcom was at the time. And you see, a long time ago, they used to have, like, these giant red arcade cabinets in contrast to cop comes blue and you see like if you were growing up in the area where i grew up you see those people at the laundromats and stuff 
they had arcade machines in there. And then sometimes, you know, there was a Street Fighter one that worked whenever it wanted to. And then they had Punch-Out in there. But then the Punch-Out machine broke, and later on, they got this nice SNK arcade cabinet. And I was just playing the hell out of it as a kid. It had Samurai Showdown in there. And no matter where it was, man, I always would go over there, spend my quarters, play the hell out of it. And then eventually the home release came for Genesis, and me and my dad would wear that game out. Like, he would always be good with the ninjas, I would always be good with the samurais. And then, like, my, my main guy is Haomaru. He's the guy on the box, obviously. I, I, think, I think I'm just a fan of the main characters of all sorts of franchises. But, man, that takes me back. And then not only that, it was always the violence and the gore. Like, see, when everybody was so busy focusing on Mortal Kombat and how violent it was, somehow Samurai Showdown got, a lot, got away with a lot of stuff under the radar. Like, because you could slit somebody's throat, you could behead someone, you could just stab into someone. <laughs> and I mean, and people would never see it coming. It was amazing for its time. And then, little did you realize, though, because of how successful the first one was, there was a second one that came out, too, but... Then the third one came, and you either had to get a PlayStation to get a hold of them. Because there was always, like, this... You know, I don't know what it is. Like, when it's localization, sometimes it can hold up a game. And chances are, you know, you'll never get it until that least expected time. So, I always had the first one to deal with until, like, it was PlayStation time. And then I knew that the second and the third one and the fourth one... I knew they all exist, but chances are I, I can never get them. But then later on in the PlayStation 2's heyday... They had Samurai Showdown Anthology, which had all of the games in there, including Samurai Showdown 6. And Samurai Showdown 6 was pretty much just a, you can do whatever you want in that game. You can set different things up, multiple characters that appear throughout the series. It, it was pretty much a love letter to all of the people who loved those games. And the fact that it got an American release, you better be sure that I was at GameStop day one to get it. Matter of fact, I made sure I reserved it so I could get it. And I'm looking at it right now, and I'm looking at the newest Samurai Showdown game. And the new Samurai Showdown game really lives up to the hype. Because as I played through some of the other sequels, I can see where they try to make a few changes here. Where they try to match, you know, Street Fighter. See, Street Fighter's fun, don't get me wrong. But after a while, Street Fighter, you know, there, there's... Uh, how can I put it? Street Fighter 4 was a return to form. And then if you look at Street Fighter V, Street Fighter V is kind of like, alright, we'll take the mechanics of Street Fighter III and we'll try to tweak them a bit to work them in with Street Fighter II to make it a formidable game. But you see, a lot of people can pull off the hyper combos and all sorts of the spam fireballs and everything else. But, you see, SNK was always this kind of way. You fight through at least like eight rounds... Sure, the first four are kind of easy, but by the time you get to that fifth round, things start to shift in a divide, and it steps it up a notch. And then if you think you got through those, by the time you get to round eight, where you're fighting against the final boss, or it could be round nine, considering King of Fighters' way, but once you get to that final boss, that final boss is so cheap, like, you gotta be on your toes all the time. They make the final character the hardest, cheapest boss ever. And you know his hit points are a lot longer than your hit points. So you gotta make sure you just have a strategy all the time when you're facing against the SNK. Because that's what it was, SNK hard. And right now, this game, this first game here, brought it back to form. It's like they took the first one 
as a template and all the mechanics of the second one, I want to say, and kept them together. But you're still using the first, the, the four buttons as, you know, your light slash, your medium, your heavy, and then, of course, your light kick. And your kicks are good because your kicks always open up so you can go ahead and lay in some combos. And then, as like I said before, like the, the game is a love letter to all those that have played this before because, yeah, online battles are there. I, I have yet to test that out. And once I test it, you know, I'm sure I'm going to find some pretty good matches. It does have like a dojo run where you can go ahead and you can battle other people in like an endless battle, which is good for like Street Fighter games. And then, of course, you look at um, right here. Let's see. What am I looking at here? Yep, the tutorial and the training. You know, it has all that lined up. But the best part that outweighs it all is they have a strong single-player campaign. And it doesn't play like you're looking at a whole movie where you got to play through the whole roster and stuff. It's exactly the way it should be, where you play as that character that you know about or any other character if you want to because the random button's always there. But you're playing their story facing a golf in their scenarios. And you don't get weighed down with a lot of cutscenes either. Like, you get to see certain things play out, and then you get to see, like, certain things, you know, move the story along. Now, the one thing about Samurai Showdown is, is that their, their ending characters, or whoever is the antagonist of the whole story, they're pretty weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least with Street Fighter, and yeah, I'm going to keep referring to it, guys, because it's the granddaddy of them all. But the reason why Street Fighter is so interesting, because you recognize who M. Bison is. You recognize who Shadaloo is. You're fighting against that evil organization. You know what I'm saying? What, <laughs> I, I don't really know who the villain is in this game. I mean, her name is Shizuka, and she's possessed by all the evil forces, but not one time do they specify exactly who she is and what she's all about. Which kind of adds to the character a little bit, but as I'm either A, getting my ass kicked, or B, beating the hell out of her, I kind of want to know exactly what the whole premise is about her. But then again, I'm having so much fun strategizing and fighting with my samurai, I tend to forget. You know, the, that's about the only thing. And then there's times where the matches can be kind of slow-paced, and if you are using any sort of um, any sort of special moves, you know, it takes time to use them. And here's the beautiful part, you don't spam them as much as you would like to. That's what it is. It's almost like a real fight in this game. So, you know, you're just planning your moves, and then you got to play your character against their character, and then you got to see exactly what they're trying to do. And you can also parry and move. If you are, you know, if you're aware of when the attack's coming, you could easily dodge and just go ahead and slice them up. <sighs> this game was well worth the wait. And I'm glad that I spent 60 bucks for it. Because, you know, that's the going price of a new game. Um, and even then, if you're not all about DLC, which some people are not, and I can understand why you wouldn't be, that's my, kind of my problem with Mortal Kombat right now, even though they got Spawn coming, so that's something to talk about in another, uh, episode, but at least with this game, you do get the DLC for free if you pre-ordered it, and I think in some, some cases, some people managed to get it anyway because they bought it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but even then, you got a roster of 16 characters. Each of these 16 characters are unique to this game, and a lot of them are easy to play, but difficult to master. Even with me with Haramaru, you know, he's changed a little bit. 
So at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's something new for you as you play this game. And, you know, if it was a part of your childhood and stuff like that, you're not going to put it down anytime soon. You're going to keep playing it for a while, which I have. And, man, this this right here with the Street Fighter anthology I currently have already, it's just a godsend. It's just the most beautiful thing I have right now. And, of course, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect score on some of these. So, you know, I rate it as a 9 out of 10. You know what I'm saying? Because I can see myself just sitting back playing this game against a lot of my friends or some of the people that work with me in J360 Productions, you know, just to kill time or go ahead and put it on the new Power Play show. Oops, spoiler. But, you know, just letting you know what's going on. And, hey, I plan to get some pretty good epic battles out of this. Along with Mortal Kombat 11 again. So, as for right now... As a matter of fact, I might as well just put this into PlayStation 2. Yeah, yeah, guys, I'm just going to be samuraiing it up all night. But for those of you out there that have seen it and have been questioning it, I recommend you pick it up. I recommend you picking it up, trying it out, no matter what system you use it for, because it's very approachable. And then while you're at it, for those of you out there that are purists about, oh, I don't like my character stumped over with bad English, you don't have to worry about that in this game. Matter of fact, SNK has been pretty good about that. Like, for some of the few games that they bring over, they do keep the Japanese dialogue along with some subtitles, and it makes it easy to understand, too. So that's that's what's really cool about it. And then, from what I can tell, I think this game is going to set up a sequel, and I hope it does. Matter of fact, I hope if SNK understands me on this, I hope they bring back all the franchises. I know, like, King of Fighters comes out every year, but they could bring another Fatal Fury game back, they could go ahead and do Art of Fighting if they wanted to. And hell, why not bring back World Heroes? Everybody's ripped off a of Street Fighter, right? I mean, look at Tekken. Oops. Uh, I apologize for those of you Tekken fans out there who are probably all up in arms because I said that. But right now, I'm not even thinking about Soul Calibur. Which is another Namco property, and I really shouldn't say that right either. But, uh, you know, like Soul, Soul Calibur ain't that bad. It, it, it had some bad entries in this series. Much like this one. I think uh, Samurai Showdown Sin kind of put the sh whole thing on hiatus for a long time. But I'm glad it's back and it's here now. But that's all I need to tell you guys about. The J-Man Show is coming tomorrow. And uh, stay tuned for something new to happen. Because I have a lot planned this week. So take it easy guys. Peace. When someone is hurt in a truck accident, the one question everyone has is why did this terrible collision happen? To answer that question takes an experienced team of lawyers and experts. Not everyone has this type of experience. At Colombo Law, we are truck injury lawyers. It's what we do every day. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law.